Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day. Good afternoon. I'm Erin Allen, and this is The Rundown. So New Year's Day is nearly here, which means Capricorns and Aquarians, it's about to be January again. Some folks look forward to the first month of the year, not because it's their birthday, but because they have a reason to take a break from a fun but yet often harmful habit, drinking alcohol. Dry January actually originated in the United Kingdom in 2013 as a way to not only drink less, but also be more mindful when you drink. Since then, it's gotten popular across the Western world. Whether you abstain from drinking in January or you're basically never drinking, you might still want that bar atmosphere. And not drinking alcohol doesn't mean you don't like trying delicious concoctions. If that resonates, Christina Torres created a bar just for you, the Bendicion Dry Bar and Bottle Shop, over on Division near Western in Humboldt Park. And she's here today. Christina, welcome. Hi, Erin. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. So tell me a little bit about why you started Bendicion. So I got sober in February of 2020. And... During that time, it was pretty hard for me to be in a space that revolved around alcohol. Mm -hmm. Living in Chicago, which is a city that there is a bar next to a bar next to a bar, (laughs) um, it was just like a bad time in my life. And I basically was like, well, there's nowhere for me to hang out right now. Like most cafes close at like five, you know, restaurants pair everything with alcohol. There's nowhere for me to go. So I'm just going to make it myself. And Mm -hmm thinking about what it is that I wanted out of a space helps me create the space for other people because this bar and bottle shop is for other people more than it is for myself. It's just to create that space for other people to come when they don't have anywhere else to go, even if they're just not drinking for the night. Yeah. I also find that whenever someone's wanting to go out on a date or just have you know, like an intimate one-on-one yeah. time, it's like, yeah, we'll grab a drink. And I'm like, can we grab mm-hmm. a tea? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. And there was a study recently. I I honestly don't remember which dating app it was. It was probably like OkCupid or something that Mm -hmm. they released an article saying that like a lot of younger people now when they go on dates are not going to bars anymore because they want to be present during their dates and they want to get to know the person. So they go to like parks or museums or hopefully there is a dry bar in their area. They can still have drinks, um, you know, and talk over drinks, but it's just a fun present thing to do. And you're aware of what you're saying. <laughs> so as you mentioned, Chicago is a drinking city, bars upon bars upon bars. Um, and it can be mm-hmm. tough for folks who made the decision to no longer engage in drinking. So tell me about the type of community with that social component that you're really trying to build with, with Bendicion. The atmosphere and the vibe that we are trying to create is that it is safe to be here and be yourself um, and you don't have to drink to be more social, to be, you know, more hyper, to be somebody that you're not, uh, somebody that you become when you're drinking a lot of, for me, for example, I was very rude and very mean to people <laughs> when ah. I was drinking. <laughs> and so what we're trying to do is create a space where we have like game nights and we have tarot reading nights and, like queer sober socials where people can come and just meet other sober people and just 
start that conversation with like people you don't know, because a lot of time in sobriety, it's very isolating, especially in the first couple of months. All of the events are focused around like how to help people in those early stages of not drinking. Tell me about the name Bendicion. Um, What does it mean and how did you come to that? Bendicion means blessing in Spanish. My family is half Puerto Rican, half Mexican. My grandmother is from Puerto Rico. And there, a lot of times what they do when you are leaving, visiting your family or visiting elders, is they give you your bendiciones. So they give you their blessing. Mm. That The way that they use it is generally like a religious thing. I do not consider it a religious thing in my mind or in my recovery process. Okay, I don't consider the space religious in any way or anything like that. But the reason I named the bar and space that is because um, it is to honor my grandparents. They both have passed at this point and they were really important figures in my life. Mm. Also to me, like my sobriety is a blessing um, Mm. from whoever or whatever. And I like to think of this space as a blessing for sober people or people who are just not drinking, that this is a safe space in a city full of alcohol. So, <laughs> you know, that that's really dope, too, because one of my friends who is sober now, um, who was dealing, who is dealing with alcoholism, mm-hmm. you know, he said going through AA, it can be a very, um, you know, religion focused space to be in. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, to be able to go somewhere um, that, yeah, has the name blessing, but is mm-hmm. not focused on, you know, a religious practice um, can be really, yeah. a, you know, a nice safe haven. Yeah, for sure. And I also still occasionally go to like AA meetings and things. And the religious aspect of that is a hard thing. And it's something that kind of keeps some people away from being in the program or something that they struggle with within the program. Um, And so I'm glad that you mentioned this, because one of the important parts about the space is that it is for people in any level of sobriety or in recovery or anything like that. I keep using the word safe. I know that like spaces can't be a thousand percent safe, but this is a space where people can come and just be sober together, regardless of like how you are approaching your sobriety. Yeah. And it isn't anything against religion. I just want to make no, that clear. No, no. Like, you, yeah, know, yeah. you are a religious person. <laughs> great. That works for you. Um, but yeah, as you absolutely. said, like, it's great that it's like, regardless of, of which, yeah. how you um, identify. So, yeah, I mean, when I think about a person who isn't drinking, um, what comes to mind for mm-hmm. me often is not like, oh, how long, you know, what what are the reasons? I think usually like it's usually they're dealing with addiction or they have a religion. They're practicing a religion that prohibits it. Um, but I know that you talk about there being a lot of reasons why a person mm-hmm. may be abstaining from drinking alcohol. And I'd love to hear what are some of the ones that you've come across? Yeah, for sure. I think that's one of my favorite things about the, let's <laughs> say the movement, um, the mm-hmm. movement right now is that we are entering a space of um, a gray area in sobriety where I feel like years previous, it was very black and white. It was either you cannot drink because you are an alcoholic or you do drink and you're a fun person. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I feel like now we're entering like this gray area of like, I just, I'm sober curious and I just want to know what my life is like when I'm not drinking. I want to know like who I am when I'm not drinking. There's people who, for health reasons, like you mentioned, like they either are on medication, they are going through a pregnancy, they are healing from a surgery or anything like that. So people who are like training for marathons, people who are working out, there's so many reasons why people are not drinking or like choosing not to drink for that week or that night or, you know, forever. Um, 
that I think it's becoming a little more normal now that when people say I'm not drinking tonight, it's not like this huge thing of like, oh my God, what's wrong? Are you pregnant? Like what's happening? And <laughs> it's, it's more like, oh, okay. Like that's cool. Yeah. Which I'm happy about because it's awkward to be like, I'm an alcoholic, <laughs> like in the middle of a bar, <laughs> like why I'm not drinking. <laughs> Any advice for people who are looking to stop drinking, whether it's for the first time, the 10th time, just for the night? I guess my biggest piece of advice or a welcome into exploring sobriety Mm -hmm. is, and people say it all the time, but it's, you're not alone. And it's super true. Like there are so many sober people and so many people who are just like, just not drinking for the night or just, you know, taking a break. I think that starting to branch out and find other people that you can relate to or other people that you can talk to about this journey is extremely helpful and I think really important and then stock your fridge with a ton of like seltzer waters and just like sparkling coffees and stuff like that and then getting a journal um it sounds super goofy some people are just like whatever about it but writing everything down that I was going through writing down my feelings writing down why I'm angry why I'm upset why I'm happy just finding a healthy way to express your feelings and express Um, what it is that you've been trying to avoid by drinking. I think it's probably bigger than everything else that I've said. (laughs) Wow. That sounds like some really helpful advice. All of this was so helpful. Christina Torres is the founder of Bendicion Dry Bar and Bottle Shop over on Division near Western in Humboldt Park. Christina, thank you so much. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for having me. And that's it for the rundown today. Before I go, that study Christina mentioned was actually from the dating app Bumble, which reported that 54% of single people are being more mindful about how they date, which they say has affected their drinking habits. Interesting. Big thanks to Justin Bull, who helped produce this episode, and Katie O'Connell, who helped edit, as well as Ariel Van Cleve, who is the show editor. And FYI, we're taking Monday off, too, because... Happy New Year. I'll be back early Tuesday morning. I'm Erin Allen, and I'll talk to you then.